Matty Slattery, you're very welcome. Thanks, Geraldine. Good to be here with you. Good. You're not a native of Flagmount. No, I'm, I'm a blow-in. I'm a blow-in from West Clare. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Clare Castle. Clare Castle. Oh, yeah. Clare well. Castle. Born and bred. Right. A, a magpie. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you fin- end up here in Flagmount? Um, or why? Well, I, I've been away for about 30 years, or whatever, 25 years. I, I say away now, just on the East Coast, up in Dublin. Right. And Drogheda. Drogheda, yeah. And, um, of course, my family are all here. And yeah. uh, I'm coming towards that stage in my life where the bits are starting to fall off, you know. So I said, I better... <laughs> I, I, are you I, I better in? come back. <laughs> I, I better come back and say hello to my grandchildren or they'll, they'll have no memory of this, <laughs> this crazy grandfather that I have. So, <laughs> so let's go back a little bit. Uh, you, you, you're a qualified therapist. Would I be right in saying that? Or how would you refer to yourself? Oh, God. I, I, I have always... Avoided labels, right? Okay, and titles, and, and so to speak. But for what it's worth, um, I'm actually a teacher right. of adult education. Okay, that's that's uh, that's my um, label, if you like. Okay, okay. But um, it, it really is. A, I'm a kind of a, a student of life myself. That's so teacher student. There isn't much of a difference, really. Okay, you're constantly learning, like the rest constantly of us. learning, yeah. and. Um, the things I do in my life are done because I need to do them for myself, not so much for anybody else or because I think I have uh, some talent or something. I, I, I'm just driven by my own life experience. Okay. And, and you taught what, Matty? Strangely enough, um, I, my, my life is in two halves. Okay. I... I, I you know, grew up in Clare Castle, went working when I was about 14 or that way. I ended up in the old Pat and Tom, the P&T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I remember as a child saying to myself that uh, I'm going to retire when I'm 40. And that um, 40 was very old in those days. Yes. <laughs> but um, it wasn't until I actually left the job that I was in, which was had become Aircom, that I realised that I had actually retired from standard life, let's put it that way, yes, when okay. I was around 40. And I ended up going back into education. Right. And, uh, and studied all sorts of things. But training and development became very important. Okay. Uh, any kind of training and development. So when I come out of college first, I, I, I ended up teaching accounts, accounting. Good. I hate accounting now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me your accounts to do. Uh, you know, there's, there's an old saying uh, about, uh, especially those who teach accounting. You know, those who, those who can do, those who can't teach. I'm one of the ones who can't uh, do accounting, but I can teach it. I can oh, tell you good. what to do. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> so I did that for for eight or nine years, and uh, but also in the meantime, I was working on. This particular project is basically on how to manage your thoughts and feelings in general. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that that's where we're at. So we're yeah. so. Um, I mean, that has come again from my childhood. Okay. Um, we were talking there earlier on about the COVID nineteen situation, and um, it reminds me of the missile crisis as a child. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember the actual fear around, was it 60? Bear pigs. The bear pigs, yeah. yeah. 60. Jack well, it was just before Jack Kennedy was 63, was it? Yeah, six, whatever, around the very early 661, six, 2, 3, whatever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember the fear mm. around that as a very small child. I can remember, well, I wasn't very small, but I can remember it. I was in secondary school, but I can remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I was having a, a com- uh, conversation with, with one of my grandchildren in relation to COVID <coughs> um, not too long ago. And, you know, the, the fear that was spoken about here earlier was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was definitely there. And uh, the point is, I spent my life looking for an answer to this, okay. this fear. And it's actually... You've written a book. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, the book is, is... It'll be out the first week in December, I'm hoping. Right, and, and it's, um, it's pe- how, telling people how to manage their fear. It's, it's, and it's, it's how to manage troublesome thoughts and feelings. Troublesome thoughts and feelings. From yeah. your experience, Matty, are the troublesome thoughts and feelings that people admitted to, uh, we'll say, 20 years ago, were you teaching 20 years ago or 15 years ago? Oh, I would have been, yeah. Yeah. Were they the same as what people are... I mean, people are being very open and honest now about how they're suffering. Like all the young men recently on television talking about eating disorders. I mean, that was a big breakthrough. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, are the fears that people admitted to, we'll say, 10 years ago, like, are they there now? Are they more open now, do you think? Mm. Uh, fear and, and, and feelings. You're separate. For what it's worth, yeah. But they manifest themselves in different ways. And, and regardless of why the ship is sinking, is immaterial. Right. What's important is that you're able to, to um, get off of the ship before it sinks. Mm-hmm. If you find out why people have a particular feeling later on, that's okay. But if you're... If your ship has gone down, you've got to know how to deal with the fear. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, when you're dealing with it, of course, the, the more specific you can be about it, is the more beneficial it will be to the person who's trying to deal with it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, fear is fear is fear. Yeah. Regardless of what you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. So, fear and anger, you, you'll see a lot, in particular, in I because of being a young man myself, if you asked me why I did some of the daft things I did when I was 14, 15, 16, I have no idea. But I was afraid and, and I was angry. They go side by side. Do they? They're, yes. never, they're never separated, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose the question I was trying to ask you there a minute ago, Matty, was, um, like, have, have we extra fears and extra anxieties in this modern era that we're in now than we had maybe 10, 15 years ago? Or are they all kind of, just as you say, based from, coming from feelings that we can't really maybe articulate? I think extra, they're more widespread because of social media, because of communications improvements over the... You don't think I mean, if, if, if we were around the time of the, one of the plagues <laughs> and it was everyone in the world knew about it, you know, yeah. everyone in the world would be afraid. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask you, Matty, um, Carol, here, that 
you know, you said you had a life of two halves, if you like. Do you do you mean from the difference from the time you formally retired from that first big job, I suppose, working with Pat and Tom, and then leaving that the good permanent pensionable job kind of thing, and then going into another world? Is that when you're two halves of your life? Yeah, generally. Yeah. But... You've had a very, very interesting life, though. I mean, you've done lots of different jobs, and then you you went on to, as you say, teach in adult education, and then kind of specialise in this area around kind of mental health and uh, well-being and wellness. Did that did that take over more of your life and more, the interest you had in that side of things? Yes, but I I think it was always there. Yeah. Right from the beginning, and that's when I, I'm just going back to my own childhood experience. Yeah. Um, you know, mixed up feelings and, and emotions arrived into my life. Yeah. You know, as, as they arrive into most people's life around um, early adolescence, mm-hmm. you know, just coming out. But I was very inquisitive mm. about what was going on. And uh, I'd ask um, strange questions. I won't <laughs> tell you what they are, mm-hmm. but um, I wanted to know answers to things mm-hmm. that were not forthcoming. Yes, yeah. And um, I suppose I lived a life just was, you can consider it normal. Yeah. But there was something missing. And so the, the, the quest was on for an approach to life so that I could feel better and have something to give to my own children and, yes. and, and family. And what helped do. you? I mean, you're, you're now in a position where you're helping other people and providing strategies to help manage anxiety or troublesome thoughts. What, was there any particular, anything that, that stood out for you that was, that was helpful for changing your way of thinking or any training or any... Uh, was it just... This was all thought up by yourself, how to manage the, tri- um, the anxiety. I, I, it, you know, life went on, we'll say, until whatever, my mid-thirties or whatever. And then, during a chance conversation with someone who I, who I'd met, who was a, a clergyman, let's put it that way, and um, we spoke about certain things about how uh, suicide was one of them, yeah. um, um, which, which is mentioned in the book as well, and how to deal with it. And that was a particular thing, because I don't know if I was suicidal myself, but suicide and self-harm was, were around. Yes, yeah. yes. And were around, and I remember specifically an incident uh, in my childhood where somebody disappeared off the radar, Yes. And it was mentioned, but then never mentioned again. Mm-hmm. Don't don't keep that quiet. Yeah. And so this this thing that you had to keep quiet was sitting there without an answer. Mm-hmm. And of course, being you know like you know curiosity killed the cat. I have to find out what it is. That kind of an answer will not sit. Yeah. comfortably with me but that chance conversation did that spark something within you to for the quest to find out more about yeah. is that was that what you said yeah, yeah. like so, a catalyst so, so, or something so that, that was there and so the conversation i had with this particular man yeah was um around that 
and um, he, 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 the, the difficulty was, and, and again, I speak about it in the book about being being specific and identifying exactly what it is you want an answer for, because if you if you if you give it a, a, a half going over, it will not go away. Mm-hmm. So. For me, the the answer was as simple as, as as what has evolved in this particular thing. It's basically name it, share it, replace it. Mm-hmm. So if you have a thought or a feeling around a particular subject or a, a particular problem, a feeling, a thought, an attitude, mm-hmm. um, a behavior even, um, you have to name it specifically. Say what it is, in other words, to someone who understands what you, you're talking about. So I, there's no point in me saying it in the in the pub, for example, to my friend. Listen, I, I, I actually have a few points there, and that's grand. You know, that's grand. If that works for you, that's grand. But uh, I need a bit more, mm-hmm. and I think most people actually do need that little bit more, but are, are afraid to say so. Yeah, and so you have the silent. Um, Killers, for want of a better way of putting it, going around, you know, whether it's COVID or where we're getting misinformation, we get misinformation about everything. And so no one knows what to do. Mm-hmm. But each of us has the capacity to uh, find out for ourselves in this day and know what to do. And it really was encouraging to hear in Flagman this morning, the children were talking about, you know, this amber flag that they got because, you know, they were having discussions about worries and able to do some preventative stuff or some healthy stuff around mental health. When you hear children that age talk, there's some hope for the future, I think. Yeah. You know, it took it took probably you and our generation a long, long time to figure a lot of this out, that there, that there were even answers to the questions. And as you say, you had to name what they were. These children are being brought up with an understanding of the need to, for, to have good mental health. Yeah. It's disturbing, though, to hear that the COVID has had such an effect. Yes, but at least there, there, there's, 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 there's somewhere forum. to go with yeah, it, yeah, you know. There's a forum yeah. for them. Yeah. 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 Matty's very talented, though. I mean, he's sitting there with a, a working copy of his, of his book, which is going to be published soon. And, uh, but he's also, you've also got your CD, so you've got this musical life as well. So tell us about your music, Matty. Well, I mean, it's part and parcel of it. I don't know. Um, uh, there's a few songs on the album that um, are, you know, they're, they're my life, I suppose, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not all of it, but, you know, there's a bit of um, artistic license in there. Of course. But um, it's... Uh, it's a way for me. It's a way of expressing. I was always very comfortable with a guitar in my hand mm-hmm. and writing the lyrics, though, as well. You were uh, doing that. You was writing cathartic. You know, did it? Oh, very much yeah. so. Very, very. Much. I, I think this is again this kind of a thing is is a cathartic. You know, it does. Yeah, the, yeah. It, um, it's a way of expressing what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. And that's your it, first book, Matty. Is that the well, first well, book you've written? It, 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 it is and it isn't. There's a few e-books knocking around there somewhere, and um, this is this is the, the the lot of the work over the last thirty years or so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, 
there will be a follow-up to that, a companion to that, more like a workbook. Okay. In, yeah, and do you still year. hold, do you still have lectures and... Uh, well, the, the COVID has actually put a stop to an awful lot of the work we yeah. did because yeah. we were doing some um, evening seminars, the hotel um, gigs, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, on January now, I'm due back to to um, a school, national school in, in, in Dublin where I'll be doing a um, workshop with parents of... Right. Children. Of, of school-going children, yeah. primary school yeah. children in particular. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they'll, if, you know, when, I mean, I've been worked with, with, with a lot of this group before, and um, it'll be interesting to see how they have got on over the years because we've been working on this project. Mm-hmm. And um, at least they have something to offer their children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Th- this is part of what this is about is, is giving people the tools to use themselves mm-hmm. because the, the answer is actually very simple but because it's so simple it's just ignored yeah and and people mix up talking about or, or, or dare i say it, gossip with actually sharing what's going on with you yeah yeah when you say it's very simple what do you mean by that matthew I mean, it is actually as, as simple as name it, share it, replace it. So if you have a feeling, a, a, a thought that's bothering you, and it, you know, you've heard of the music worms. Yeah, yeah. They'll get in yeah. and they'll... But, um, so if you have a feeling or a thought that's bothering you, and, and it's really get, getting at you somewhere, if you actually name it specifically, yeah. and then if you name it and, and share it with someone else specifically... Um, you'll be able to let go of it. But you will have to replace it, in, and, and a lot of people will do the naming and the sharing thing. But I suppose you have to choose the person you speak to. Yes, uh, yeah. but, but, but they, will not, um, they, they won't replace it. They'll leave a vacuum and then the thing will come back again. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, there's actually a, sp- a specific method that you use to do this. You, you can't just expect, you know things to go away and stay away if you don't actually consciously take the action to keep them away. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there so is a way of doing it and, it, and it's a way that works. Okay. But you have to be taught how to do it because it's not that... But, but it is, it, oh, but it is. Is it? The trouble is, now we have... It, 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 the, the method is requited, repeated fairly often during this and okay. people don't like that, but actually repetition, it's like correct practice is one of the, the, the principles of mastering anything you do. Right. So if I want to play my guitar and I want to play it properly, I can practice it wrong till the cows come home and it'll be terrible, no matter what I do. But if I practice it right, I'll eventually reach a stage where Perfect. I can improvise and, and, and it, I can use it whatever way I want. Yeah. You know. That's a fascinating subject, Matthew. I think we'll have to come back to it. But maybe finish with a piece of music from your album. I think we've left well, the choice to Carol. Left the choice to me, and I just absolutely loved it. Mightn't have been what you would have chosen, Matty, but I chose the custard cream blues. I just <laughs> loved it, and I wanted something upbeat, and I, I really loved oh. it. And I love the the piano. It's a fabulous record. It's a really good track. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely album. Thank you so much for joining us, Matty, here in Flagmount today on Saturday Chronicles. Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much, Matty, for coming. Thank you. Thank, thanks for having me. Thanks. We'll Good follow morning. it up sometime, please, God. Good. Well, I went to the doctor, and guess what? He gave me bad news. 
doctor And guess what, he gave me bad news I got the candy, the chocolate The custard cream biscuit blues 